time for your morning briefing of junior mining and mineral exploration news. You are tuned in to Mining Stock Daily. Now, reporting from the Clear Creek Digital Studios in Denver, Colorado, here's your host, Trevor Hall. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back into the Mining Stock Daily Morning Briefing. I'm Trevor Hall. And I'm Paul Harris. Today is Thursday, September 29th. Good morning, Paul. How are you, my friend? I am very well, Trevor. Coming to the end of a busy week. Yes. Uh, it was a nice bounce in the medals yesterday. Love the Bank of England. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you get paid a pounds, of course, and then you can't go anywhere. Oh, His Majesty, you, you love him so much. Okay. On Wednesday, the precious metals rallied along with the rest of the markets as the Bank of England was forced to renew its QE program to prevent a bloodbath in the gilt market. That was unfolding as pension fund exposure to interest rate swaps were blowing up, forcing these funds to unload longer maturity United Kingdom government bonds in order to meet margin calls on the interest rate derivatives. The Mining Stock Journal said there's a possibility this will happen in the U.S. Gold shot up to $1,672 per ounce from an overnight low of $1,620 and settled at $1,665. Silver ran up more than a buck from a low of $17.90 per ounce to $18.94 before settling at $18.92. The Mining Stock Journal said that it has been puzzled by the lack of adverse consequences from the sudden and massive sell-offs in the euro, yen, and pound, as well as the bloodbath in the bond market. It suspects that the pension fund-driven crisis in the UK bond market will be the first of many such accidents reported over the next several months. This will be like rocket fuel for gold and silver. The mining stocks responded quite positively to the move in the metals. The GDX soared over 7%, tripling the percentage gain in the broad stock market indices. Several individual mining stocks like Fortuna Silver, New Gold and Silvercrest Metals were up anywhere from 10% to 13%. For now, this may be an oversold bounce, but at some point there will be a series of credit market blow-ups like the one in the UK that will send the precious metals sector into orbit. We'll get to the news from the miners and explorers in a moment, but first a word about today's sponsor. This Mining Stock Daily Morning Briefing is brought to you by Western Copper and Gold. Western Copper and Gold is focused on developing the world-class casino project in Canada's Yukon Territory. The casino project consists of an impressive 11 billion pounds of copper and 21 million ounces of gold in an overall resource. Western Copper and Gold trades on the TSX and the NYSE American with WRN. Be sure to follow the company via their website, www.westerncopperandgold.com. And here's what you need to know this morning. Australia's Newcrest Mining is moving into Nevada as it signed an option and earned an agreement with Gunpoint Exploration to explore the Appaloosa property, a 7-kilometer-long mineralized structural zone that hosts a hydrothermal system where the presence of low-temperature silica flooding over a large area with low-temperature quartz veining and stockwork are indications of the top of a major quartz Adularia precious metal system. Newcrest has the right to acquire up to a 75% interest for cumulative exploration and development expenditures of $35 million U.S., cash payments of $5 million over eight years, and completing a minimum indicated resource estimate of 1 million ounces. 
Newcrest will then have the option to acquire Gunpoint's remaining 25% interest for the greater of fair value and $25 million U.S. Gunpoint Exploration trades on the TSXV under GUN. Aero Copper announced the discovery of a regional nickel sulfide system within the Curaçao Valley in Brazil over an initial strike length of 5 kilometers. Named the Um Burana system, it is 20 kilometers from the company's existing Cariba processing facilities. It is highlighted by multiple surface expressions of nickel mineralization. First pass drilling comprised of 48 drill holes, which initially tested where ultramatic rocks have been mapped on surface on two of the identified zones, which returned highlights of 16.5 metres, grading 1.22% nickel, 0.17% copper and 0.03% cobalt for a 1.37% nickel equivalent in hole 17 in the VB zone, and 24.1 metres grading 0.97% nickel equivalent in hole 3 in the Lazaro zone. Aero Copper trades on the TSX and NICE under ERO. Infinitum Copper reported drilling results from its La Adelida Copper project in Sonora and Sinaloa, Mexico, with highlights of 32.25 meters, grading just over 1% copper, 0.52 grams per ton gold, and 39.69 grams per ton silver, or 1.74% copper equivalent, coming from hole 19 in the Cerro Grande zone. It said the highest grade copper gold silver mineralization is associated with semi-massive to massive magnetite. The company said a well mineralized scarn at Cerro Grande ranges from 3 to 36 meters true thickness over 250 meter depth and a strike length exceeding 200 meters. Infinitum Copper trades on the TSXV under INFI and on the OTCQB under INUMF. Sticking with copper, Kodiak Copper reported five drill holes at the MPD Porphyry Copper Gold project in British Columbia, which infilled a 170-metre gap at the south end of the gate zone. Drill testing geophysical anomalies northeast of gate also identified a 400-metre-long parallel mineralized trend at the prime zone. Highlights included 117 metres grading 0.69% copper, 0.46 grams per tonne gold, and 2.22 grams per tonne silver for a 1.03% copper equivalent in hole 6. The company said the gate zone now extends 1 km north-south to a depth of 900 metres. The company has expanded exploration to other areas such as Dillard and Mann. Kodiak Copper trades on the TSXV under KDK and on the OTCQB under KDKCF. Goldshore Resources is back with more assays from the ongoing 100,000-meter drill program at the Moss Lake Project in northwest Ontario. Results for five holes drilled to infill historic but poorly surveyed drill sections in the main zone have confirmed higher-grade gold mineralization within a large volume of well-mineralized diorite. Intercepts included 192.75 meters of 1.02 grams per ton gold from about 94 meters depth. 11.85 meters of 1.87 grams per ton gold from 441 meters depth and 34.25 meters of 1.03 grams per ton gold over from 209 meters. Goldshore trades on the TSX Vetcher with GSHR and on the OTCQB with GSHRF. Well, Paul, that's a wrap for the morning briefing this week. Uh, Lots to come today, and we'll get ready for Friday's long-form episode. I think everybody's going to be looking forward to that. Um, So, we'll we'll 
probably talk again soon here, buddy. Very much so. Very definitely. <laughs> the Mining Stock Daily Morning Briefing is produced by Clear Creek Digital and Investment Research Dynamics Mining Stock Journal. It is distributed throughout the world through your podcast network of choice and by our friends over at the Junior Mining Network. Till later today, I'm Trevor Hall. And I'm Paul Harris. Have a great day, everybody. Be well. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.